Are you ready, kids? I can't hear you. Oh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Absorbent in yellow and porous as he. If not, it'll go nonsense, be something you wish. Welcome back to the Spongebob Chronicles, a Spongebob Squarepants podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm one of your hosts, Chad. And today we are covering Season 1, Episode 3, Jellyfishing slash Plankton. Don't know why I said covering so weird, but we will keep moving forward. Chad, how are you? I'm doing pretty swell. How about you, Ronnie? One week into the Spongebob Squarepants um, saga phenomenon for us. Uh, don't know how everyone's listening to this as far as when it's released. If you're listening on the free feed and you want more right now, you can get three more episodes right now by going over to our Patreon. Check it out. Patreon.com says Ronnie and Jay. With that being said, since this is episode three, we just did episode two, which had ripped pants. I've been singing ripped pants the entire week. Yeah, I have too. I've been, when Big Larry turned And my big thing that I've been doing? Yeah. This. Or sand in your bonds. He doesn't know what it was, but he tried. Is that it? Yeah, but you just had the timing off. Oh. But you're not a musician. It's doom doom. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do a better sand in your bonds sound, though? That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. The other ones were a little bit half-assed. I'm not going to lie. Sorry. Um... Yeah, I mean, any thoughts going into it? We'll play kind of our game later of which one we liked more. I think it's more fun at the half. I was point. super excited about jellyfishing when I saw that it, right. it was arriving. And then when I saw Plankton, I go, I don't know if I remember this episode correctly. As soon as it started playing, I instantly knew what it was. Better lines than I remembered. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm excited. Because, yeah, jellyfishing was another classic where we're like, okay, can't wait to get yeah. into that one. And then Plankton, I was the same way. I was like... Oh, there's just so many Plankton episodes. I feel like the names of those episodes aren't as easy to recall which one is which. I'd completely forgotten that the episode where he literally controls his brain is the beginning of Plankton. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it seems too yeah, early. But it does. We'll talk about it here in a bit. Jelly, sorry, just blow oh. it up here. You probably didn't hear it because our microphones are so good and expensive. Yep. All right. We have a lot of money. Jellyfishing. The narrator introduces jellyfish fields, welcoming ah, to bring back yeah. the jellyfish. Jellyfish fields. No, wait, wait. You're not doing it right. Ah, bikini bottom. See, the important part of when he uses a J is he really jellyfish yes. fields, home of the yeah. jellyfish that provide that jellyfish jelly. Yeah. The jellyfish jelly. Ah. And we follow a jelly buzzing around, and SpongeBob and Patrick are on the case. I'm not going to lie. Whenever he was, I practiced that voice whenever he was doing it on screen while I was watching. I did much better when I was able to hear the audio right. cue. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, um, it's like when you sing a song, too, in a car. You sing better with the track. I've always thought this. Yeah, you can kind of find the tune find more. It. Yeah, you can find it, but also and also if you just blare it as loud as possible and you can't hear yourself, you're like, I'm killing oh, this. Oh, yeah, you feel the notes <laughs> in your throat and you're like, I'm nailing every single yeah. one. Yeah, I've been there too. And then you turn it down and you record yourself and you go, ooh. Dude, that is what I do every time I, I go, holy shit, I think I need to record myself. I, do I sound good right now? Can I sing? And then I record myself, and I'm like, I, I will never let anybody see this. Yeah, you immediately delete it, and yeah. then you go, if anyone ever saw that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of something that you should immediately delete, not let anybody see, there was a guy in high school a couple years or a year below me when he was a freshman, I was a sophomore. He posted on Facebook him singing the hit tune, Baby, Are You Down, 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 Down. Oh, that's a- in the bathroom, in the mirror, the whole entire song. <laughs> Oh, yeah. he didn't stop after the first chorus. Uh, unfortunately, Ronnie, it was the case of where he was singing with the song too, so he wasn't good. Which oh, no, it hurt. He fooled himself. He fooled himself, but he didn't fool us. Now that's a tough one because for okay, tough for many reasons. One, 
I have a suspicion that old Jay Sean used a little bit of auto-tune in that track. Second thing, you you can't do the whole song. You gotta go first verse, chorus, into the bridge because it's the best part when Lil Wayne goes, Down like the economy, cause to me she's zero degrees, she cold over freeze. Yeah, because that part you can kill and people go, oh, yeah. dang. I still do that to now. Travis will be like, hey, give me Down by Jay Sean and Lil Wayne. I hit the hit the Lil Wayne mm-hmm. part and he goes, God, you really killed that. Thank you. Wait, is that all you had to say about that? I thought there was a bigger point. Too. No, there was just two oh, points. Okay, okay. <laughs> just two points. Okay, I like okay. One, I think Jay Sean was using autotune. Two, you got to yeah. kind of finagle your way around to... And three, as a freshman in high school, don't post yourself singing Jay Sean down in the mirror in its entirety on Facebook. Yeah, if that's a video that's longer yeah. than three minutes, reconsider it. Yep. Especially back then, think about how long that took to upload to Facebook and through that whole oh, thing, he was like, all right... Keep going. And me being the, you know, just giant chach that I am, I ended up singing an entire song of You Are the Wind Beneath My Wings in the Mirror and posting it on Facebook in tribute to his Jay Sean song. <laughs> you were a bully. Let's get into the 20th into second it. of the episode. Uh, yeah, Patrick and Sponge on the case. They're Now, we're not talking just a big telescope. We're talking about... A giant one. It's a submarine telescope. There you go. And uh, then I forget that this, this feels like a Mermaid Man Barnacle Boy episode when they go into the sponge cave. They got the tunnels, the same shape as them. Uh, They get the rope burn. Now, I don't know about you. I've never slid down a rope. I did slide down the poles on playgrounds. Hey, those were terrible, weren't they? They were, dude. And firefighters, they, why do they, why is it always that firefighters do that? They because they really don't, but they always say that they do that. Well, they used to, right? I, I think in like the eighteen hundreds. I think in old I think it's school, been a, it's been gone a long yeah, time. Yeah, because then they realized, hey, this isn't making hey, anything quicker. Go down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Or how about this? How about this? Make it a ranch home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's keep it all on one yeah. floor, boys. By the way, just the term jellyfishing in general, is so insanely genius. I don't know what it is about it. Are you... Okay, so you're saying, because jellyfish, I don't know if you know this, they're real. Jellyfish are real. I'm saying underwater, what the only thing fish would actually be fishing for, I, in my mind, is a jellyfish. <laughs> okay, okay. So it just, it just, it's the only thing that makes sense, but I could never come up with something like that. You know what I mean? Right, because here's the the jellyfish is a great if you take all the fish down there, it's one of the ones that you can make very cartoony. Like the yeah. way that they make the jellyfish, when I realized that jellyfish didn't look like this, like pink things, like perfectly circular and kind of flowy in the water, was very disappointing. You were they're like very so disappointed. They're yeah. tricky. They're like clear. They're dangerous. They stung Travis in the face one time. He uh like wanted me to pee in his face. I didn't. He just shoved sand in instead. Mm-hmm. Second minute of the episode. They open up the door, and uh, first of all, well, sorry. They get down to the bottom of the poles. They grab the nets. SpongeBob gets his jellyfishing glasses. That I've got mine, Chad. Where are yours? I don't have any. Let's get it. All it takes is a pair of cheap black rimmed uh, blue light glasses from Amazon. Get, I'll get them. Get Bezos to a trillion. He's hurting. They open up the door and la 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 It's sunrise. I loved that little nugget that they got up early for their hobby. For the, I mean, for fishing. Because yes. that's what fishermen do. So Jelly true. fishermen. Uh, and I like this too. They don't even have to get to jellyfish fields. I guess this is just like jellyfish season. There's one right there yeah. on the front door. Uh, they get some ass stings because they're kind of off camera. They don't want to see. They don't want us to see this violence that's going down. Ass things. Ass stings. Ass stings. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. they kind of have a tussle off screen. Yeah. They roll over <laughs> in an actual like bar fight to in front of Squidward's door where then the jellyfish gets a couple more just yeah. oh, right on the ass. 
Um, now Squidward, he opens up the door. He's there with his bike. I love the bikini bottom bikes. The bikini bottom bikes, yes. It's like a, uh, it's almost like a Peloton. Yeah, it's like a, a paddle boat. Yeah, for bikes. Right, but how much of a loser really is Squidward when he's very much a loser? The outfit that he's wearing to uh, ride this bike, while his two—well, I guess they're not friends—but his two friends are out having fun, and he is like, "Oh, I'm going to show them by going to ride this bike around Bikini Bottom." He, you know that SpongeBob, or sorry, Squidward is the kind of guy. This is—he just bought five hundred dollars worth of biking equipment. This is the first time he's ever gone riding. And this will be the even if he'll he'll ride this bike two more times in his lifetime. Yep, yep. Yeah. And one is to show that the uh, the guy off SpongeBob's version of Craigslist that it still works. That the chains yeah. are okay. Yeah. Now Sponge is just thrilled to see the guy. Gives him an invite, and we get sarcastic Squiddy, which I believe to be the best Squidward, right. where he goes, "What jellyfishing with you guys? That would be great." Uh, Squidward then forgets Patrick's name. He doesn't seem too bothered. I know. He's got a little bit of his ADHD Patrick? Yeah, good one. Thank you. Uh, Now, SpongeBob is that guy who can't take a hint. He really can't. And we know from the last episode that SpongeBob knows that Squidward... Get it? Knows? I do get it. That Squidward is a boring uh, loser. And doesn't want to hang out with SpongeBob and Patrick from Ripped Pants episode. I mean, so this what, is intriguing. Did you have this guy in high school that just constantly invited you to things, and when you said you could, I mean, doing hitting them, hitting them up with the uh, uh, next time, that is the worst. Yeah, I always just did like, oh, my grandparents. I've got to go do something with them. That was my go-to every time. So sorry if I ever said that to you when we were younger. But like, what if they? I had one kid. Oh, I mean, bless him. I hope he's doing well now. I just didn't think we had that much in common. He just... I, I got invited to his house bi-weekly. There was a guy in school, and this guy actually is pretty awesome, but I, we were in middle school. So my <laughs> friends were dicks. Okay. I'll say that. He always asked me to do stuff. He was always following me around, and I was never like mean to him until... Sure. sure up are. until... Okay. He his name started with an R. We'll just say Ryan for sake for sake's sake because he probably listens to this podcast. I would be surprised if he still probably follows so. me. Uh, Dr. is what I called him. Okay, do you know what that stands for? Uh, no. Dick Rider. And so I would always just be like, "Hey, Dr. Get out of here!" Yeah, yeah. But I didn't come up with that. My friends did, and I got really scared because he kept, he would be like, "What does Dr. mean?" And he'd be like, "Oh, I think I know what it means." And I go, it means dangerous Ryan. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I made him think it meant <laughs> that because I felt bad. Yeah, because you my were friends such a, you were such a nice guy. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. Wow. And anyways, that's what SpongeBob reminds me of sometimes, though. A dr. A dick dr. Rider. A dick rider. Yeah. God, wow, you came off looking great in that story. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> so I get. I guess we have to understand that the Krusty Krab is the kind of joint that is closed on Sundays. Mr. Krabs going to church. Yeah. You know, that's shocking to me because I feel like he would be, uh, you know, or maybe Sunday's a slow day and he's like, I won't be making any money, so I'm closing down. Maybe that's what he's thinking. Right, right. Because I, I, I can't think, do we? I don't think. I don't think there's a religion aspect of Bikini Bottom. No. I don't think they ever went down that road, so it's not like they can get the after church crowd or anything like that, so. Right. And Mr. Krabs definitely has never, I've never heard him mentioning anything of that nature. So maybe they just have it. Besides the religion of money. Sunday. That's true. Which is, if you think about it, one of the realest religions of, of them all. Yeah. Now, SpongeBob says that it seems like Squidward doesn't have time for fun. And Patrick, who, other than saying his own name when uh, Squidward forgot it, has been silent the entire conversation, just goes, Well, maybe he just doesn't like us. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that got a hit from it. Oh. Spongebob goes, no, are you kidding? We're his best friends. <laughs> are you kidding? That's a great... The way he says, are you kidding? We're his best <laughs> friends. Might be my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to Squidward, who is cracking himself now, up. Now this, okay, this is one of the most important parts of Spongebob in general, the, 
the entire TV shows. Squidward cannot stop thinking of SpongeBob and Patrick. It's true. This shows that he really does like them subconsciously. He might not come out and say it, but he can't stop talking about them. He knows they're having fun, that they can have fun doing anything. He has to fake being a bike rider to even attempt to have fun. Well, and then laughs at his own comedy. Yeah, because he has no one to talk to. He's got no one to share his comedy with. He's just going, oh, I'll go. That got him. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he thinks he absolutely nailed it. He's yeah, biking he with his eyes closed. Dangerous. He's playing a little chicken with uh, jellyfish and takes it right in the mouth. Oh, yeah, because he can't stop laughing. Well, and then, okay, this was a little unbelievable. It took too long to spit it out. I think everyone can agree. If you ever have something find its way into your mouth when you're not expecting it. Which I would never let happen. Well, it has happened to you before. Um, it has a bugs flown in there okay. or something like that. I don't know about everyone else, but I know my experience is I go to absolute panic as if my life's getting ready to end. I mean, I'm spitting, I'm like clawing at my tongue. He like lets it jostle around in there for a bit. I bet it feels good. The texture of a jellyfish. Oh, really? Yeah. In your mouth? I, I like touching it. I do not think so. I disagree. So then when it's, once he gets it out, slaps it, gets stung, falls down a cliff where we get our very first uh, explosion that has no explosive <laughs> yeah. factor to yeah. it. I, I remember watching this as a kid. I never once thought about why it, it exploded, that it didn't yeah. make sense. I just thought that's what happened. You're like, well, yeah, it was a squid on a yeah. bicycle, so there's probably some pretty, pretty excessive force yeah. that could lead to explosions. We cut forward what I imagine is a few days. I mean, when you fall off a cliff of this stature, it doesn't seem like you're back out the next day. And SpongeBob is like a kid on Christmas morning, but his patience that he's got going on or his energy, it's like when you get up for Christmas morning, but your mom doesn't have the camera ready yet. So you have to like wait this 10 minutes that is like the cruelest cruelest thing to do to a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. But it also kind of makes it even more special. It, it makes you more excited. Uh, he's got a he's got a coffee table next to him with a picture of him and Squidward, which I would just l- have. Yeah, loved when did they see. take this picture? Well, you can tell that Squidward isn't exactly thrilled to be part of it. So I think that SpongeBob might have just gave Patrick a camera and was like, "Let's go get a picture with Squid." Squid. Uh, finally, here comes Squid and a motorized wheelchair coming yep. up a hill. He literally has no one to bring him home okay. from the hospital. That was my what on earth moment. Yeah. Okay, There's that's a segment that's on the SpongeBob uh, cast, for those of you that don't know. What on earth is just, how is this possible in the state of SpongeBob? I know there's <laughs> a lot of things that's not possible, but... Why does the Bikini Bottom Hospital, as we see here and later on when he comes back, make their patients drive away fully bandaged, not able to move at all? Well, yeah, they probably just think, oh, he's got someone picking him up. <laughs> that is sad. You know, it was case. 1999. It wasn't like rideshare that vehicles is true. or anything. Uh, Bikini Bottom. They do have a bus, though. They le- Yeah, they do have a bus, but it seems like they kind of live on like the outskirts. You know, like maybe a bus wouldn't stop by right by their house. So maybe he took a bus to a certain spot. Yeah. If I'm a nurse, I'm not allowing this to happen, especially the next time that it happens. Well, the wheelchair just doesn't seem very road capable. You know, it looks like it's made out of small bamboo sticks. But they see him. Sponge calls Patrick, who is in the same room as him, just different kinds of... uh, Wallpaper, which is actually genius. Like, basically, they were making multiple uh, podcasting sets before they even knew what Mm -hmm. they were doing. Very smart. I was about to say, I don't, because Patrick doesn't have a phone. That was my first thought. Obviously, we see in later episodes that he does, but. Initially, you think. Initially, yeah. Why would he have a phone? So, these two hooligans let themselves into Squidward's place, and they have prepared (laughs) the surefire best day ever 
He walks in. He's obviously disgusted to see them. They started off the only but, way that but, you, hey, but he can't say anything because his entire body is covered in bandages. Right, right. What time do you think it is? 10 a.m. <laughs> What's a better way to start off the best day ever than with some scalding hot soup? <laughs> Which is just... <laughs> with, oh. And that's why... You got to just look at the show creators and go, wow, you guys are just clicking on all cylinders. Oh, yeah. so like, all right. Can't you see them at like the pitch meeting? They're like, all right, ideas, ideas. Squid's best day ever. What can we do? And they go, how about hot pea soup? And they go, yes, that's exactly right. We got to do it. Um, Because it is. It is the absolute worst looking soup I've ever seen. It's got letters. And it's like they made their own. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's like they made their own soup, which turned into a horrible concoction. But then they additionally, on top, opened up a can of uh, alphabet soup just for the letters so they could spell out best day ever. I was about to say, because, yeah, when it gets uh, when it gets sprayed on his face, I was like, oh, maybe they messed up in the animation. It's not going to be fully there yet. But all of the letters are still there. Right. Yeah. For well, best day ever. Squidward's mouth is taped shut, um, which is going to cause a problem for feeding him soup. Now, SpongeBob, he might catch that. Patrick, yeah, he was just trying to get him going. He's being nice. This is a good friend. It's not the smartest friend. He slowly blows a spoonful to cool it down right into Squidward's face. SpongeBob says, that's not going so well. How about a little music on his clarinet, Mm -hmm. on his own clarinet? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this will soothe him down and I mean, licks he gets, his lips he gets his lips ready the way you might if you were getting ready to smooch a girl behind the slide in 5th grade yeah where you feel like you're really overthinking the lip situation of it all and you gotta like get him ready yeah I would say that, that and I really overthought like the eyes I was like oh should I keep my eyes open really? should I close them yeah I didn't did? know do you ever do like lip push-ups against like the side of your shower? Oh, you mean lip makeout se- sessions with your well, shower? Well, that or? that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you I preferred do- my kneecap, but really, yeah, that was a good practice spot. I practice mean, it was surface. a little skin on skin action, so yeah. that's pretty good. And you can like kind of wrinkle up your skin to make it look like lips, so that was a good practice. And now you're just start. Uh, bragging how flexible you are. I'm very flexible, yeah, yeah. We get it, dude. Now, Patrick is mad. I picked up on a little, uh, a little, what am I trying to say? Animosity towards SpongeBob, the fact that he put a kibosh to the soup so early. Because he's like, maybe music. <laughs> he's like, yeah, maybe music's not the best thing either. I love, yeah. Patrick is so dumb, but he catches on so early of how this isn't the best thing either. Good news. They saved the best thing for last, which Chad is... Jellyfishing, 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 jellyfishing. Now, I'm assuming they don't know how he was injured. They don't understand that this is going to be very traumatic to him. They probably didn't read like his chart. Yeah. The fact that it was literally a run-in with a... Uh, jellyfish. That does make me think. It's like... They thought he just crashed his bike. Yeah, but think about this. You know that Squidward didn't call them, which means that I think there was probably like a six-hour period where all this happened. They kept looking. Maybe Patrick and SpongeBob were still hanging out. They're waiting for Squidward to come home. He never comes home, so they start panicking. They run all over Bikini Bottom looking for him where they finally end up at the hospital to realize that he's been uh, admitted. And then they've just been waiting for like two days for him to come back. Yeah. I like that. Uh, As soon as they get to Jellyfish Field, Squidward tries to leave, but he's rolled right on back when SpongeBob says, and I love this line, especially the way he says it. He goes... Patrick, fix him up while I find him a good specimen. <laughs> Which is something that you would say that would bother me. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, the classic firmly grasp it in your hand. Firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. When I was looking at it or watching it this time, what I realized that made me happy is even Patrick says it the same way. I feel like he says it the way 
that he heard it when he was watching like a uh, YouTube how-to video. Because the very first way he goes, he's firmly grasp it in your hand. Like not oh, like yeah. you would ever teach somebody. Yeah, so I'm going to have to get, that's my quote of the day. My quote of the day for SpongeBob is firmly grasp it. Of course. The net drops. Squidward's, Squidward's hands are basically in a cast. We're going to do this again. And then two strikes you're out with Pat because the very third time he just stabs him with the net. Um, and then they, they got us, they're on the hot case. We got a jellyfish right there. They start cheering. Squidward doesn't know how. So they got to show him how it's done. And then after la 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 la, we get. Will you open up that door? My dog is trying to get in. I would love to open up this door. Uh, f- top part? Yeah. Da 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 dum. Da 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 dum. Da 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 da. Here's the thing about them they're not very good at jellyfishing either. <laughs> no, they're not good at all. <laughs> they get stung for the second time this episode. And since the jellyfish can tell that Squid is with these guys, he gets a obligatory sting as well. Yeah, right. Now Squidward's mad. He goes on pursuit, catches the jelly, starts laughing and kind of abusing it. Like, don't let the people from PETA see this. But he's having fun jellyfishing. That's another well, thing Well, it's not, this isn't any kind of fun to have. I don't. I think Squidward's. This is the most fun he's had in a long this time. This is rage fun, which is dangerous. But rage fun can be very fun. I think it's a a false feeling. I think it's fleeing, is what I think. You experience it, and then something bad always comes out of it. Is that your experience with your little brother? I feel like you had rage fun with him a lot. Um, possibly. Okay. <laughs> possibly. He doesn't realize that it has landed on a giant mama jellyfish. SpongeBob and Patrick have stopped getting stung long enough for Pat to say, This guy's good. This guy's good. <laughs> this guy's good. Especially oh when the giant God. one raises up, they still just act like he's in control. Oh, yeah. Right here. Squidward starts panicking, rolling away. And But I, I loved how earlier, I don't know if I caught this. There was a line where SpongeBob said, "Eye of the tiger," and he said, "You must be the net." Okay, that oh, is. Oh, a... we are getting ready to get into so many good okay. lines. I, I didn't have that one, so I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah, Patrick and SpongeBob thinks that they he's got this jellyfish right where he wants them, and I wanted to type all their different cheers while he's trying to get away, uh, but that would be ridiculous. So here's just some highlights. Patrick says, "You can go the distance. Use that net." Yeah, you're feeling it, Squid. Take him all the way. The last six miles make the squid. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I'll throw in the, the eye of the tiger, be the net. Those are two more that I heard. SpongeBob goes, this really is your best day ever, isn't it? Where off screen, Squid gets zapped with the jolt of a hundred lightning bolts. The fact that this is a mama jelly too, this massive thing. It's just so funny to me. The fact that it's big or that it's a mama? Yeah, just how big it is. Oh, like Sponge- right. SpongeBob and Patrick don't act like this is an... an... <laughs> have they ever seen this yeah, before? There's no way they have, but they act like they, ha- they have. Uh, the next day, the two boys have gotten together with some bandages on their, on their stings from yesterday. And you can kind of tell by their vibe that they know that it didn't go so good. Yeah. It's a little bit awkward. But instead of just staying in the house, they still can't help it. They got to greet him because here comes Squidward over the hill again, lying in a bed yeah. with wheels. Now, this is where I'm like, how does the hospital just let him leave like that? Yeah, that this is the one they got to explain because I don't even think a bus. You know, maybe if you tell me the bus is here, are wheelchair accessible, but a whole bed, a whole entire cot. He still has like, what is it called? The the IV bag. The IV bag. Yeah, he still has that there. It's filled with some mysterious green liquid. I don't know what that could be. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, ink. Squid ink. SpongeBob can't take a hint. He goes, how about that best day ever? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, the guy is in like a concrete shell. Um, but they got him a present. Still not reading the room. It's a jellyfish. But it's the one that he was so mad at. And they don't think there's any way that he could still be mad at him. He releases it. It chases down Sponge and Pat. When the mom comes stings one more up. time, it's still got a grudge. Stings him up. And I don't know how he didn't die. Yeah. It just, everything comes off and then he looks normal. That's end of the episode. end of jellyfishing. Um, so then going into Plankton, which one do you got? Which was your more favorite one? More favorite. Which one was your favorite one? <sighs> Probably jellyfishing. Okay. I think I got to go jellyfishing as well. Yeah. But Plankton, it shocked me. There were some liners in here that I was just such a little kid that I would have never known. Let's get into it. Feel free to pop in with those lines. Just another day at the Krusty Krab. Squid needs an order. SpongeBob's got a little French flair going oh, on. Oh, he a is Frenching it up. Manger de la rue. Yeah. The My Leg guy is in the establishment eating in this moment. I love that because I know... I wonder if I could pick out the My Leg guy. I don't know if I've got that okay. ability yet. So I, I saw him. He's literally at the front table eating. What color fish is he? Green. A green fish, okay. He's got the purple shirt, I'm pretty sure, and he's he always looks angry. Yeah, yeah. He always looks angry. Well, he knows something bad's going to happen to his leg <laughs> yeah. at any given time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so while he's got this French thing going on, he's also sending the patty ingredients through his holes. Uh, one yeah. does go in his pants, so I'm not sure what hole it went when it went Ugh. into while it was down there. And he also does mustard through the eye. Squid's not having it. SpongeBob presents the patties and says it's Mr. Krabs' gift to all of Bikini Bottom. And we get a close up on this thing. I gotta be honest, it's a sloppy patty. It's a sloppy burger. We get the live version, right? Yeah. Yeah, the live version doesn't look that great. No. It looks like a a backyard oh, like a... ten de- ten beers deep pop yeah, pop the shop. It doesn't one. look like very good quality, yeah. but on top of that, let me just break this down. Cheese on the bottom? Mm-hmm. Hey, no one's done that ever that knew what they were doing. Lettuce on top. Everyone knows, Chad. Yeah. Especially when you got a it's yeah. one thing Let it, us know when you switch it up. If you got shredded lettuce, that can go on top of a burger. If you're dealing with the leaf, the green leafy part, guys, it goes like this. Bun, if you want to put some condiments, that's where some condiments go. Then green leaf lettuce, okay? Because that acts as a barrier for juices and other liquidy things coming out of the burger Mm -hmm. from the bun. You don't want a soggy bun? You put that leaf of lettuce down? It's beautiful. I know Uh, my way around the kitchen. That's RCR, Ronnie's chef rant of the day. Now, it's also the patty that just came from uh, SpongeBob's insides. It starts running away. Now, I don't know if that means there was a little sleight of hand when he was presenting it and talking about how Mr. Krabs gave this gift to the sea. This is, it's Plankton, and I want to know if you agree. I think you almost have to. This is a situation just like we experienced in Season 3 of Attack on Titan when, uh, it's a size issue. When Aaron Aaron's Attack Titan was like tackling the Colossal Titan's the Colossal big Titan. toe. It was his big toe and when he really should be up to like the kneecap. Right. Yeah. I feel like in this first episode, they made Plankton so, so incre- incredibly small. So incredibly so Especially small. Especially when Mr. Krabs picks him up. He does not stay this small. No. He gets a little bit bigger, I think. Because, yeah, and they at least stay consistent throughout this episode. I'll give him credit for that. Mr. Krabs has to pull out a magnifying glass for him to be seen. Um, now, this is probably accurate uh, sizing in real life now they don't do the well i don't even know if you can see plankton with just a magnifying glass <laughs> true maybe not i don't know <laughs> but their point's getting across yeah. for sure um once again 1999 plankton or steven which i think this is beautiful 
obviously Plankton's the bad guy, the villain of this show. He makes fun of him for giving him the line, I went to college. I'll steal this, Patty. Yeah. Steven did not appreciate a college degree. Yeah, what was the line that he said? He didn't just say, I went to college. He well, said, his, he later on says, college educated plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, at this point, he's just, <sighs> he's giving his bona fide for why he will steal the formula. And it's because yeah, he went to yeah. college. Yeah. That, later on, he says college educated plan. That's when he pulls out the plan and it's just control brain. Yeah, yeah. Now, Mr. Krabs, cheap guy, yet gives him a plate, basically, because he uses it as a Frisbee to send him back yeah. to the chum bucket. I think you can get rid of one plate to get rid of a plankton. We get the origin story. He's been doing this for years, but he hasn't gotten it yet. How long has Crush Crab been open? That's a great question. I feel like we get a little bit more. His, I don't think they give us actual years, but we kind of see Mr. Krabs start up as an entrepreneur. At this point, God, 12 years. What is that noise? I think it's just a car going oh. really loud. 12 years it's been open. Has he been the only worker there? Yeah, I just feel like we're going to see something or where it throws back in time and he was like more lively and he wasn't so penny pinching and stuff. Or he was always penny pinching. But inflation caught up in bikini Some, bottom. Something's going, yeah, he got lazier. Yeah. Or something. He loved money then, but he would work for Well, whatever it. happened to Pearl's mom? Great they, question. I think that's what happened. They got Incredible divorced. And, question. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever addressed, so we'll definitely talk about that mm-hmm. more later in an episode with Pearl, I'm sure. Later that night, it's quitting time. It seems entirely too late to be leaving the Krusty Krab when you've only got three employees because it seems... I mean, come on. They don't have a drive-through. There's no reason the Krusty Krab should stay open past... Ten? Even nine seems a bit excessive. You got some people come in at nine. But for the worth of keeping the lights on and paying your employees at the Krusty Krab... (laughs) I don't think he pays Spongebob, so. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Very true. Yeah, I mean, I think it's too late. Spongebob's on cloud nine. He can't believe that he's got to go home. He just wants to stay. On the walk home, Plankton calls out to Spongebob, who can't see him, which leads him to getting stepped on. He calls him a blasted barnacle head, and he just wants to chat. They're friends, right? Blasted barnacle head. Plankton... His vernacular is just off of the chain here where when I heard this as a kid, I maybe knew three words that he said this entire episode. I mean, that's true too. Yeah, I didn't know where it came from as a kid. When I watched it last night, you know what I thought? This guy went to college. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Plankton does the movie. We're friends, right? SpongeBob, who, you know, he is a little bit autistic or whatever you want to call it. Whoa. He doesn't understand emotions like that or conversations like that. So he just defaults to the truth and he goes, no. We're, no, we're not friends. Right. He would say that to Squidward, though. He's friends with Squidward, even though Squidward's just as mean to him. Yeah, but it's because he's got somewhat of a history with okay. Squidward, I think. If you know someone for three hours and SpongeBob is mine, then you're friends. Okay. Um, he just wants to chat. They're both invertebrates, so they got that going mm-hmm. for him. And Plankton has a gift in his secret compartment. It is a fully sized golden, golden spatula. spatula. He definitely just spray painted that. Now their rivalry. What do you? What would you attribute it to? Is this like a McDonald's versus a? Um, no. Checkers. No. Krusty Krabs McDonald's. Uh, Chum Bucket is Checkers. With the kind of establishment that Plankton's running, I feel like it's a McDonald's versus a... Long John Silver's. A famous footwear. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Because when's the last time he's actually even served a burger? I don't, you know? Or whatever he serves over there. Well, what is a place that when you go in there, they just don't sell what they say they sell? That's what it would be. Because it's just a laboratory. It's not even a... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's just a science place. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. What are they doing over there at Bed Bath & Beyond? Because I don't think people... There's no beds. 
Yeah, I, I think, think everyone is there specifically for the beyond, right? Yeah, candles. So yeah, I, that's a good, it's a good answer. I think that's what I'm going with. Uh, Plankton's really trying to smooth him up. He says, that's what friends do. Give each other gifts. Chad, give me more gifts. He's got a party hat. He puts it on his head, then slips it very seductively onto SpongeBob's thumb. Uh, tomorrow, big day, he's got a whole cake. And SpongeBob says he knows what'll get him. He'll get him a booster seat. Yeah, that, he just wrecked him right there. And Plankton's not even wrecked. He's pumped about that. He's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. He says, hot dog. No, he wants a Krabby Patty. SpongeBob, he's immediately, to his credit, not falling for it. He goes, I bet it's not even your birthday. To which Plankton is like, whoa. I thought you were stupid. Yeah. By the way, and I've noticed this over the first few episodes, I'm going to talk about it. Are you watching? It's kind of a stupid thing to say when you're watching SpongeBob. Are you watching with subtitles? Yes. They're spelling Krabby Patty wrong. I don't think they are on mine. Do I have different subtitles than you? I shouldn't. You're watching on Amazon, yeah? Yeah. How do you think they spell Krabby Patty? It should be K-R, right? Should be K-R. Yeah. They're spelling it with the C, the Krabby Maybe Patty. Maybe I didn't notice that. Pay also, attention. I'll pay attention next time. Because it grinds my gears a bit, because everyone knows it's a K. They should go in and fix that, Bezos. I blame you. Yep. I don't know what we're going to do when the Panty Raid episode comes out. I was thinking about that. I mean, that is going to be one of DVD. our top moments. We, yeah, we got the DVD. Of, of course we have the Season 3 SpongeBob yeah. DVD with Panty Raid still because I'm sure everyone knows they stripped it from the streaming services. Right, and, then, and guys, this is a lesson that you all need to learn. They will take away your free speech, a.k.a. Panty Raid episode in SpongeBob, yeah. from these streaming platforms because they can do that. But if you have hard copies, that is the good thing about hard copies yeah. that people don't pay attention to, they can't take it away from you. Physical media, yep. ladies and gents. They can't it's still, take it away from you. It's still very much alive. Keep your blue play, play, uh, keep your Blu-ray players around. Yep. They're going to come in handy. They'll have to burn the books and burn the CDs for us to not be able to watch the panty raid. I hope a PS5 can play a DVD. Yeah, it can. PS4 can. I think I still got it laying around somewhere. We got to really like stay on top of that when we get to season three because the thing is, they just slipped another episode in to the panty raid spot. So if we're not paying attention, we'll pass where it's supposed to be. What did they slide in? I don't know. I don't know if they did like a repeat. I don't know how they did that, honestly. We'll have to look into it. Grinds my gears. Uh, Plankton says he's going to deliver it personally. Uh, talking about SpongeBob and the Krabby Patty. Back at home, SpongeBob says, Night, Gary. And is one of those people like Travis who follows? Wait, now did he? When did he call him weak-minded fool? It might have been when SpongeBob started walking off. Yeah, when he started walking off, he called him a weak-minded fool, and that's when I realized if I would have learned that uh, term when I was younger, called people that. That is one of the greatest insults. Well, I'm concerned that you couldn't figure that one out as a kid. No, it's that's something that you can figure out, but it's just like, what, did you ever call somebody a weak-minded fool? Well, no, because that would have been uh, stupid to talk like Plankton like that, because that's not how people talk. I know, but if you call somebody a weak-minded fool, it would actually be a sick diss, I think. Well, I think it'd be in the category, I don't remember, we record so many podcasts now. We were talking the other podcast, one of the ones we do, uh, how that would have been a surefire way for you to get thrown into like a mental asylum insane asylum if you're seven years old if you were yeah if you were in third grade and a teacher heard you call a cohort in class a weak-minded fool (laughs) they would have called your parents so fast that's probably true i hear all the coyotes you hear the yodis out there jai is ready to protect us she's sleeping on the love seat in the studio SpongeBob says goodnight to Gary. He fell asleep so quickly. Are you this kind of guy? No, I'm not, but I can fall asleep pretty easily. I don't I'm not one of those guys that like you know, once every blue moon I might not be able to go to sleep, but I can go to sleep. The only I can go to sleep too, just not like this. The only way I fall asleep this quickly is if I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. If I get up, go to the bathroom, come back, fall in bed, boom, I'm out. 
Now, as he rests his eyes, Plankton has disguised himself as part of the sheet. So he's got flower sheets, by the way. Pretty genius. He keeps carrying around a record player to play evil music. Yeah. Which is pretty intense. I can't believe this is the Brain Plug episode. That's where I, when I got to this part, I, I, know. Went, I cannot believe we're already here. Also, two record players. Think about that. There wasn't really CD players back then. There was a few that had, in 99, there was, you know, kind of CD players roaming around. Did your parents use a record player? I Yeah, I had one. I remember my dad using one. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing my parents use one. Um, That's why I thought it was an interesting choice of Steven to go with the old. Yeah. This is an old school record player, yeah, too. Don't get me wrong. I saw them carrying around 75-pound uh, stereos because that's that's what we had yeah. back then. We hadn't figured out how to make technology small yet. Um, yeah, so it's the brain plug episode. He crawls in there. SpongeBob brain is just sitting in a cave. Well, that, that you, this is where he said. Not attached to anything. Or maybe, maybe this is where it comes up uh, when he yeah. crawls inside. Yeah. He goes, now it's time for my college-educated plan. And he pulls out his plan sheet. Some blueprints. It's a blueprint, and it just says, control <laughs> brain. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to worry about the technology behind this. Just yeah. know that it works well. I remember like seeing his brain go from side to side, and it kind of freaking me out. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, that kid. is not... That is not how brains work. Yeah. You that, don't just roll over your brain. Surely they're attached to something in there. Yeah. Oh. So he's having a hard time really pinning the brain down, but thank God he's got a lot of props, including duct tape. And like Squidward, he also has pockets, even though it appears as if he doesn't have pants on. Yep. Now this brain that happens a lot in the show. This brain device, like you said, is all thanks to a very college-educated plan. It has... Two levers and one red button, but this is the kicker, and I think this is really what makes it work. It does read total control. <laughs> you know, you know what I learned from this what? about Plankton. He's got his FLC. FLC, freaking learning. He's forklift certified. That's forklift all I got certified. from this. Yeah. How did I not spot it? We're both men forklift certified yep. ladies. So ladies. Yeah, we'll take you uh, forklift certified for a ride in our cars because yeah. you don't get forklift certified <laughs> by getting people <laughs> shit, sitting shotgun on the forklift. Now, if I had the piece of paper that shows that I am, that you know, could totally be faked, it's not much to it. I would put it up to the screen. And right it's now. not even a piece of paper. It's a business card. <laughs> That someone wrote on and pinned, and then it smudged a little bit. Yeah. Got to get it renewed in a couple of years. Now, SpongeBob gets up at night, ready for the day, like Travis that one time. Quick story. It's my favorite story, which is why I have to tell it. One time, Travis worked at the same place Chad and I do. He, uh, he said goodbye to the manager at 3.30 when he got, gets off work. But due to winter, he came home. It got dark pretty quick. He took a nap, woke up at 6, 6.30, when if it was 6.30 a.m., he should be on his way to work. But he woke up at 6.30 p.m. and goes, oh, my God. I'm <laughs> <laughs> two and a half hours had gone by. He was at work two and a half hours ago. He goes, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. Yep. And he called in and said, hey, I'm running a bit behind. The manager said, Travis, you were here two hours ago. <laughs> We close in 30 minutes. <laughs> and that's that's the way SpongeBob's brain works. He goes, uh, he's like, got to start off the day with a well-balanced breakfast. Yeah. His pants are on display so he can jump into them. Now, that was in the first episode, and I was mad at us that we did not talk about that. We were allured by the whole jumping or the diving board part of it but the fact that he before he goes to bed at night he, has he to, sets he, up his pants <laughs> he sets up his pants so the next Ugh. morning he can jump into them i'm not gonna lie if you want to jump start your day there is nothing better to, than you we should honestly probably set something up like that 
so we can put our pants on two legs at a time? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it could be anything. Like, your shirt could be upside down to where you jump through it. Dive through it. Yeah, dive through it. Anything like that, because sometimes I'm, I think of how boring my morning is. I do the same thing over and over. If I did the same thing over and over and it was fun. Okay, how about this? Imagine that. Let me know what you think about this, because I'm trying to think of what would actually be, like, possible, because I think diving through a t-shirt could be kind of hard. What yeah. if, what if you could be your underwear or your pants? I know you sleep naked, so maybe your underwear. Wherever you normally put your feet down off yeah. the bed, you put your underwear there where you step, you like plant your feet right in the holes of your underwear. That way you just slide off the bed and in one fluid motion, you reach down, grab your underwear, pull them up. And jump while you do it. Sure, if you want to jump, you can. Yep. I think it makes it look smoother if you don't jump, so I will not be jumping. Oh, dude, you could literally plant. Well, I guess it only works with underwear. And uh, so you do your underwear. Two steps away are your pants. You do the same thing with your pants. And it's just like, whoop, whoop. Think about it. Okay. What about your shirt? Just normal? (laughs) All right, shirt. You have an elaborate hanging system into your bathroom door where you don't dive through it, but you kind of bend over at a 90-degree angle, stick your arms out, and you kind of, like, swim through it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't think you're as excited about this as I am. I need you to bump up the energy when it comes to dressing yourself in the morning. He walks right through the pants as well as the side of his own house. He says to Gary, who responds, and whatever Gary said, I don't speak He said meow. He did say meow. Uh, it finally clicks for SpongeBob. <laughs> he goes, wait a second. Everything was going totally fine until Gary meow. He goes, wait a second. Something is not right yeah. here. Now, I love how the total control aspect of SpongeBob, he can just burst through things. Oh, my God. Trust me, I've got that in here because he's getting ready to do it 12 more times. He's a sponge. I don't know how he packs so much power. So much. Because Squidward's house seems like the hardest of them all. Yeah, he's yelling. Well, hey, buddy. Patrick literally lives in a rock. (laughs) Squidward's a... What is Squidward? A stone? I mean, I guess it is like a stone outside, but at least it's got to have some sort of hollowness to it to run some pipes and stuff. Because he does... I mean, he's got working water. Patrick... I don't know if Patrick has working water right now. It's just sand furniture. He's got working water. Yeah, there there actually is some great uh, Squidward showering moments. <laughs> there is. There really is. He's yelling for Squidward, breaks through his home. Uh, turns out Plankton also has an intercom system because he called... This is where Plankton's lines really yes, did it for me. This is what I was talking about. Be ready. I need you to look something up for me. He starts him off with... Uh, he calls him a mediocre clarinet player. Oh, shut your mouth, you mediocre clarinet player. He follows that up with pretentious little significant artist. Okay. Preten- oh. You pretentious insignificant artist. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, already going over my head. If you thought that went over my head, watch this one. Your sniveling, sniveling creations are worthless, <laughs> worthless then a protozoan's waste. Please look up protozoan. Okay, I'll look up protozoans. Now, the pretentious, ig- insignificant artist is one of the hardest lines that is ever said in yeah. SpongeBob. This would r- absolutely wreck any drama kid back in high oh school if you God. said this to him. Now, let me look at... What uh, am I looking up it again? It is a protozoan. Protozoan. I actually looked it up last night. It's going to just uh, autocorrect to protozoa, I think. But that's what we're looking for. Protozoan, a single-celled microscopic animal of a group of phyla of the kingdom. <laughs> he, 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 Dude, that is the coldest line ever. Plankton called him worth less than a single-celled organism. The, the waste of a single-celled organism, right? Oh, is that what it said? Yeah, then a pro... Okay. A protozoan's waste. That is crazy. <laughs> you can't. You can't defeat that. I'm on this podcast right now, arguing that that is the harshest line. 
Well, anyone... yeah, because he starts it off with you mediocre clarinet player, and that that just sets the tone. Yeah. To end it with that insignificant artist, your sniveling creations. By the way, to call his creations sniveling are worth less than a protozoan's waste. Oh my god. Ugh. Squidward seems like he could be paid off, by the way. This was a thought I had during this. Don't you think that like Plankton could have convinced Squidward to hook him up? Oh yeah. Why is he ne- why is he not thought of that? I don't know. I will say after watching Help Wanted the first episode before SpongeBob came around, I did kind of feel like maybe uh, Mr. Krabs and Squidward were kind of boys. Like that they was got the along, only yeah. person that Squidward would ever talk to in any meaningful way. Um, now SpongeBob turns his eyes, looks into his brain, finds Plankton, tells him to leave it alone, and with his eyes rolled back, uh, Plankton intercoms never. And that, as a kid, was actually kind of scary. Yeah, very scary. Very I love Squidward's face, though, when he left after that. He it, was legitimately terrified. You could tell that Comet sent him oh, to yeah, the shadow He realm. passes out, I yeah. think. Uh, breaks through Pat's rock, who, of course, still sleeps. <laughs> breaks through the Krusty Krab, gets a Krabby Patty. They get to the chum bucket where SpongeBob says, There's no one here. <laughs> There's no one here. Why would there be? <laughs> Why would there be someone? Like, There's no wait, one at the Krusty Krab. Yeah, was someone at the Krusty Krab? Why would someone be at the Chum Bucket at 3 a.m., SpongeBob? Terrible. But it still gets to Plankton, though. That's the best part. Yeah. I mean, and this is when you really start to see it. I don't care what the food is. Terrible decor. It's so just, bad. It's literally like an operating lab or something like that. Ugh. It's like a bingo room. He says, now this is my one on what on earth moment of the episode. Okay. He says, brace yourself, Spongebob. This is my lab. And it's a doggy. It's <laughs> a doggy on the screen. My favorite part, this dog, actually in the credits. No way. It's Alex the Golden Lab as himself. <laughs> <laughs> How did you see that? It was on Amazon. If you paused it at that moment, it showed the dog's picture and it just said Alex the Lab as himself. That's so cool. I wonder if that dog's still alive. Well, no, because it's been... Mm. Holy cow. Dude, that is insane. No, it, it is not alive. If it has, someone call the World Guinness Guinness World Records. It's been a long time. And he goes, this is my lab, and then he follows it up with, and this is my laboratory. <laughs> He's got a room in yep. between the working restaurant and his laboratory that's just a TV screen of his dog. SpongeBob tries to fight, but it's no use. We have an analyzer, very scientific-y. Tells the ingredients. I'm pretty sure I thought of seaweed. A, yeah, seaweed. What is it? Fifty uh, percent seed, fifty percent weed. Did you say fifty percent seed? I mean, sea. Sorry, <laughs> it's only two things. You got I remember as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, that is so genius!" Yeah, I thought it was like what seaweed was. I thought the analyzer was a real thing. You yeah. could just toss it into something, it zap it, and be like, "Oh." Yeah, mm-hmm. here's what it is. 76% canola oil. Yeah. And it's like a t-shirt. It's, they can't believe this isn't butter. <laughs> uh, and this was the also the first time I realized, um, as a kid, I realized this, cartoon characters only have four fingers. Yeah. Because they do a little pulling them off the patty. Plankton gives him a chance to say some final words, which is a little bit over the top. SpongeBob apologizes to Mr. Krabs, but most importantly, the burger. Oh, yeah. This is beautiful right here. He talks about it as if he's going to marry it. Plankton starts sweating, thinking of food like Ronnie in 2015. Jumps at it, bouncing off the bun into the analyzer. Plankton is 1% evil, 99% hot gas. SpongeBob goes home. Do you think he eats the Krabby Patty? Yes. I would. He eats the Krabby Patty. Now, is Plankton actually 99% hot gas? I feel like that might be a real statistic. You think? Oh, you think it is a real statistic? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because we don't really get... Karen is in the episode, but we don't really fully get Karen. 
Right. We know that she's a little bit of a sassy one, so she might have just been kind of slamming on Plankton there. Is Plankton 99% Oh, you mean the actual- gas, yeah. <laughs> Trivia, Plankton was previous- Oh, never mind. I mean, what did you think it was going to come back with? Yeah, it is 99% yeah. hot yeah, gas I, I guess and that's 1% not evil. <laughs> I guess I still fell for that, even at my age. That's all right. And that's the end of the episode. End of the episode. Yeah, Plankton's lines, though, I appreciate them more at this age than I did back then. It makes me very excited to see um, him going forward. Because you yeah. know he's going to keep that up and it was just going right over our heads. You ready for the episode next week? You want to know yes, what it is? Yes, let me hear it. You're I'm not excited. looking ahead when you watch on Amazon, are you? No, I don't know what it is. I'm All waiting right. on you. I'm going to be honest, this first episode, I don't, off the top of my head, know what the, it is. Okay. okay. Naughty, nautical neighbors. You think you got that I one? I think I know what it is, What yeah. do you think it is? That's the famous meme one, right? The famous Squidward meme. looking at SpongeBob and Patrick through the window. I think that's the famous meme one. Okay. And Where what are they, they doing? Uh, they like whispered to each other in the bubble. Okay. Remember that? He's like, Patrick, you're my best friend. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Were they getting into a fight? Yeah. And, okay. Well, we'll see if you're right on that one. And then the second one, another classic in an introduction to a new character, boating school. Boating school. Let's go. Yeah. That's a hype one. All right. I so think both of those are going to be awesome, by the way. Come on back. If you're on the free feed, you can go listen to it right now over on the Patreon. The link is in the description below. If you're already on Patreon, wow. You've been working out, huh? You're looking good. You're looking real good. Check us out on all the social medias. I will talk with you later. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.